guys, and welcome to episode number eight of Anime Podcasters. Anime Podcasters is officially one year old. Woo! Woo! So, uh, on this podcast, I got my good friend Yuki with me. How's it going? Oh, I'm doing fine, Giant. How are you? I'm doing great. Oh, my God. You sound so energetic. I know why you're being so energetic right now. Shut up. Although I'm also energetic for, like, this podcast. It's been so long since I last been to an anime podcast. A very long time. Yeah, it's I know, also, right? It's also because right now, <laughs> like, as this is recording, it's going to be my birthday soon. So, yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you, Diane, though. Thank you. My birthday present to you is this podcast. Hey! I just want to give a quick update on the podcast for you guys. So, for you guys who've been following since episode one, you probably noticed Church is not on this episode. Basically, what's happened with anime podcasters is that it's now not going to be on the DDS channel anymore. It's only going to be on my channel. I'm basically taking, um, I guess, ownership of the podcast here, I would say. But Church is still going to be coming down once in a while. He's still going to be doing the drawings. And uh, he's going to be starting a new show on the, 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 on the Daydreamer Studios channel. So, I encourage you to go uh, subscribe to them uh, because I might, uh, I'll probably be on the show too. And I'll, I'll do some of the audio stuff for them. So, don't worry. Church is not dead. He's just not going to be on the podcast. <laughs> he's as not often. dead, we swear. Just I promise. I don't know about Austin, <laughs> but I know about Church. <laughs> oh, oh, we already know what's going to happen with Austin. <laughs> right. And since this episode, uh, this is an episode I've been dying to do, and Alex and I have been talking about it for such a long time. We even thought about doing like an entire series of podcasts on this uh, specific anime, but we're just going to do this one because we're super excited about it. We're going to be talking about Yu Yu Hakusho. How excited are you, Alex? Oh, my God. Okay. On a scale to 1 to 10? Because I'm going to say 11. Think about all the times like you're going to be able to talk about Karoma's hair on this podcast. Oh like, my this God. is the podcast we're going to go on for that. hours. <laughs> if we're going to talk about his hair, we're going to be going on for hours. <laughs> all right. All right. So sit back, relax, and welcome to episode number eight of Anime Podcasters. So glad you guys could join us. So I want to start with this. What got you into Yu Yu Hakusho, this amazing anime? What got you into it? Oh, God. Funny story about that, actually. Um, so what happened was is that I was... Um, I live in a small town. We don't have a, 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 like, a lot of anime stuff here, like in stores and stuff. So... Right. The only, the only place I, I could actually get like stuff was just DVDs from, <laughs> from Best Buy. That's, uh, that's close to where I live. And so we have one of those in Canada. Um, <laughs> we have a Best Buy in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of Best Buys here in America too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so anyways, as uh, so what happened was was that um, I wanted to watch something new, something different, something I've been wanting to watch but haven't got the time to. So. Then I come across Yu Hakusho, and I thought, well, this is kind of interesting. I'll give it a try. Like, but instead of getting like season one, just season one, I know for a fact that if it's gonna be that interesting, like because I've seen it a lot, I might as well get all four seasons. So I got all four seasons of Yu Hakusho, and decided, one go. Yeah. Oh my god, wow. Dedication that, right there. Well, that's the thing. Like, once you, once I watch all of the, like, almost all of them, then you know that, like, it's a good series that I get hooked on. <laughs> and I introduced... Right, 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 right. 
And so I tried to introduce it to some of my friends, but uh, I felt alone because not all, like, they didn't really have much interest in it, But which is okay. We all have different preferences. But I felt so alone because, like, I was the only one that was a huge fan of your Hawk show over here. Right. I mean, honestly, like, you're the only other person I know personally that enjoys this show. <laughs> and it's such a good show. I mean, if you guys are just listening to the podcast because you're, you, you know, you're, you're, you come back and listen to all the episodes, go watch Yu Yu Hockey Show. It's such a good show. And it's, it's like, I talk about it almost on every single episode. It's so good. It's just, it's, it's so underrated, I find. You think it's underrated? Well, it was really popular back in the day. Like, like for example, for the uh, recent convention I went to, there was, a, I showed you a picture of this, but it was like a picture of a Kurama cosplayer and a Koenma cosplayer. Right. And so it's kind of rare to see that. Like, it's it's very, very rare to see, uh, like, cosplayers of that show, like, anywhere else. Like, even in conventions. That like was the, the only time I ever saw Exactly. Right, right, right. I see what you mean. But, um, and for me, like, how I got into the show, um, so basically, I used to read the Shonen Jump magazines. You know, like, the, the ones where they would have every single manga in it? They, like, they would have a Yu-Gi-Oh section, a Dragon Ball yeah. section, a oh, yeah. Hakusho section, an Naruto section. Right, right. Like, the, that big, like, fat, like, uh, Shonen Jump issues. I, I was going through one of them, and I was, because uh, I, I, I was really into Naruto, and I was reading, it was, like, uh, the Force of Death uh, section. And um, uh-huh. I, I came across this one, uh, the, I came across Yu Hakusho, and it was the fight where uh, it was Rinku versus uh, Kuwabara, and it was the part where Rinku had, like, Kuwabara up in the air with, like, all of his yo-yos attached to all of his limbs. <laughs> he was uh, doing his move he calls Around the World, where he, like, spins him around, and he's gonna, like, smash him to the ground. And so I was like, what? Okay, th- first of all, this is a tournament. That's awesome. Secondly, why is that kid pulling that guy up in the air like that? Like, th- th- <laughs> is that guy a kite? Like, what's happening right now? Like, I was so confused, but, like, really intrigued at the same time. And then I kind of, I, ne- I kind of put that down. I, I put it down. And I just like kept reading Naruto after that. But you know, I always got kind of stuck in my mind, right? And then um, when I was studying uh, music uh, industry arts at Algonquin Colleges, that's a program I did like um, a year ago. Um, I was like looking into different animes to like watch during my breaks as a, the good student I am, obviously. <laughs> Maybe not a good student, but a good anime podcaster at least. <laughs> and uh, basically, basically, uh, I was like, what it was that anime where the kid was uh, was uh, doing the yo-yo trick? And I, was, uh, I started Googling like yo-yo trick anime, yo-yo anime, like just trying to find it and Finally, I was like, I typed in yo-yo anime characters, and then Rinku showed up. I'm like, that's the kid. And I was like, I, I typed in like his name, and finally, I found Yu Yu Hakusho. I, uh, I I fired up the first episode, and I like watched like the first ten episodes in one night. I was like, so hooked. I was hooked from there. Like it was so good. Oh my god. It was like, like, it, was, it was like the moment of truth. Like you run into it, it's like it was destiny. Love at first sight, Alex. Love at first sight. <laughs> Of a Versailles. I mean, it's an anime, yeah. Yeah, no, but seriously, Yu Yu Hakusho, I mean, th- it's such a good show. And, like, I convinced Church to watch, like, the first three episodes. And I was so happy. I was like, finally, maybe somebody else I could talk about the to, about the show with. And then he stopped watching them. I was like, no, Church. No. And then Why? you met me. <laughs> and then you met me. So, and then we started talking to one another. Because originally we met, like, with uh, Patreon. And then... Right. And then, like, the podcast. And then eventually we started talking more. And then we started, like, and then I mentioned how, like, um, like, how I was a fan of Yu Hawk Show. And you were just like, oh my God, <laughs> me too. Then we started just, like, went off, like, from there. 
Right, right. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I bought this uh, a chibi um, a Yu Yu Hakusho uh, shirt uh, from, from this like shot uh, this shirt, uh, this show uh, no this website. Sorry, called uh, Unique Tea Shop, and it's like you know when they cut they, they cut from the commercial break and it comes back to like uh, the show. They give you that like like that like really quick clip where it's like uh, the characters jumping around and then like uh, finally they shoot the title with like the spirit gun. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's a uh, it's like the the like uh, the like chibi like Yusuke and chibi hie. I bought that shirt. I'm so excited. It's supposed to come in really soon. I cannot wait. Better like freaking like show it to me when you get it. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, selfies are are coming if uh, if that shirt comes in of soon uh, for sure. And I'll tag you and everything. <laughs> Good. You better. Yeah. Oh my god. Who was your who was your favorite character from Yu Yu Show? My number my number one favorite is obviously Kurama. Right. But like uh, my other favorites, <laughs> it was. It sounds kind of cliche, but it, it was definitely uh, Hiei as well, along with. Uh, oh, I love Hiei. Along with uh, Yusuke and Kuobara, and like basically everyone in the cast. But like my number one favorite, well, even though he is number two, my number one favorite has to be Kurama. Why do you love Kurama so much? Uh, because he's like a very interesting character. Like he's always like. He always thinks. Bef uh, he always thinks first before like act. Originally, I thought he was a girl. Yeah, me too. Actually, I, I think there was a point in time where like there were people that thought Karama was a girl. What I loved about Karama was like that first encounter he has with Yusuke. And Yusuke's like, "I'm spirit detective. You're under arrest." He's like, "I don't have time to be arrested right now," and he just leaves, does not give a blank. Swab. I'm the hero. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, suave. I'm supposed to win. Exactly. But yeah, keep going. He's so suave. Anyway. Anyway, so. It really is. So like, but then like, um, I really liked how he was willing to sacrifice. Like, even though he was like, um, originally like a fox spirit. Um, mm -hmm. I really liked how, like, as he, like, grew up, like, a, kind of like a normal human, like, he was willing enough to steal an artifact and use it not only for, like, selfish reasons, but, uh, not for selfish reasons, but he used it to save, uh, his, uh, human mother's life, which I find very admirable. Right, right. And how, like... Oh, for sure. Oh, God. <laughs> My favorite moment has to be, like has to be from like the manga w wait no yeah it has to be from the manga where like um there were people that mistaken uh chroma as a woman and it was i think it was a kind of different like reaction compared to like in the anime but like oh really yeah because he was like kind of upset <laughs> like chroma was like was just like upset about it he was just and <laughs> Felt like kind of offended. I never read the manga. I only watched the anime twice. But um, no, no, no I, I totally see where you, where you're coming from with that. It's uh, that's pretty funny actually. I would get. I I feel like if like Kurama was he, this is a bit of a deep cut reference. But anyway, he would if he if he was telling like, oh you look like a girl. Like I feel like Kurama would have just like rose whipped them. You know what? And if, if like Kurama had the attitude of he, like well screw you, rose whip. <laughs> <laughs> I love his attacks. I love like how smart Kurama is. I love how he gets out of the situation. Like when he was fighting that one, he was fighting that one guy in the demon tournament with the bloods, uh, like with the blood like sealing his uh, his uh, arms and everything. And he and he managed to just like flick his little like uh, 
plant at the uh, at the character, and it just like uh, it just sprouted an entire new flower out of him, and he like destroyed uh, the destroyed him in like one move, like absolutely ingenious character. I love his character design. I love how smart he is. He's such an a nice guy, but he's still like a demon. So he's he's kind of like Yusuke too, because he's like uh, in a human form, but like also a demon and everything. The only difference just, is Kurama is such a. The difference is, is that Kurama actually like uh, he's actually smart. Right, right, right. Yusuke just rushes into battle, but like Kurama is so well thought out. I think he's the smartest out of the four, out of Kuwabara, Hiei, and Yusuke. He's practically the brains of the team. I feel like he is. Like if you if you exclude Master Genkai, for sure the brains of the team. <laughs> but yeah, uh, my, actually, uh, my favorite character is like Kura, uh, Kurama's like right hand man Hiei. I absolutely love Hiei. Who Hiei doesn't is like such Hiei? A great character. Hiei is the the like the biggest badass ever. I just cannot get over Hiei. Um, I love his attacks. I love his uh, how he's how he was uh, brought up. I love how uh, like uh, when he was just a little kid, he was like killing off like demons and everything. Like when they do that like one flashback of him and uh, over a couple of episodes towards the the end. Uh, I think it's during the uh, like the Three Kings saga where they like talk about like uh, who he really is and like how he was uh, brought to life and the ice separation and all that stuff. I really got to like get more on on his background and I love. Uh, I mean. I also love the darkness dragon, like the darkness dragon flame attack that he does. Absolutely amazing. I love, hey, it's such a creative attack. I love it. And, uh, uh, no, I just, I could, I could talk about EA for hours. I think he's such a great character and I love how he like started out as a villain, right? Yeah. And then he was turned into a good character. I feel like if he, uh, like the show would have just like not been the same had he just like got killed off like early on, like the other, like the other villains. I'm so happy he like got to stick around and actually become a main uh, a main character and like help uh, and help Yusuke in a lot of his uh, conquests because I feel like he is like a huge helping hand and I feel like after Yusuke he's got to be the strongest uh, or do you think like uh, Kurama who would be stronger Kurama or Hiei like I think you know I think Kurama because like there was a point in where like uh uh the Saint Beast arc like um I remember Hiei saying like um like saying explaining why uh he chose Krama as his partner and it, and he specifically said that um it's because that uh, to avoid fighting him himself yeah i remember that so technically from those words that means Krama is stronger than hie and hie just flat out uh, just like he just admitted it that arc right right i remember that but that was that was early on i i wonder if like you took take them both S-class demons at the end of the series, you put them one-on-one -on -one against each other, who wins? You know what I mean? Yeah. I would love to see that in that in that in that specific situation. I just have this feeling that he would take it, because uh um uh, Kurama's only like S-class in his uh in his uh fox form. So I don't know. I don't know. It's it's hard to it's hard to pin down. But those two characters are like they, they are such a great match together. They like they they're, they're, they're such a great alliance, and they add so much to the uh, to the whole uh, Kuabara and uh, Yusuke like uh, uh, sort of uh, like friendship they have there. I feel like how can I put this like uh, Yusuke and uh, Kuabara, right? Like they're rivals but allies, and at the same time, Hiei and Kurama, they're also like friends but like rivals and allies at the same time. Like they have kind of the same relationship as. Hiei and Kuwabara. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. 
I think it's really interesting, like the way that they interact together and the way they, that they, uh, they kind of form. I loved, I also love Hiei when he like uh, makes fun of Kurobaro. He's like, as far as I'm concerned, I'm babysitting you. And like Kurobaro's like, hey, shorty, stop making jokes like that about me. And they always like pick on each other. It's like an old married couple, I swear. Like, oh God. And like that part, in that one part where it's just like, um, after they thought they, uh... It's Kenbu. It Alright, so, like, uh, there was, like, that one part where they thought they finished, like, uh, Kurama finished them off, like they all thought, and then, like, uh, right. Hiei and Kuobara just started bickering, and then all of a sudden, like, Yusuke comes in, and it's just like, children, would you, would you just stop and save it for the bad guys? And then Kuobara was just... Right, 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 And then that. Kuobara yeah. was just like... Okay, but he started it. <laughs> that's great. That's great. I mean, I just I love the I love how that, that this team comes together, and I love how they work under uh, Koenma, and I love the missions they go on. Uh, for me, Yu Yu Hockey Show is so underrated, and it's my favorite anime. It's by far my favorite anime. I was debating like whether it was that one or Death Note the other day, but I I'm just saying right now, Yu Yu Hockey Show is my favorite anime. It's so it's so polarizing and it's so good and like. You get hooked. Like I can't, I can't just watch one episode of Yu Yu Hakusho. Even though if it's, it would be my third time watching it, I would need to watch like four or five more episodes just to like get my fix. It's almost like a drug. This is bad, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Once we go watch a good I, anime, I you can't go back, Diane. That's how it works. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I oh, I'm just I'm just happy I have a person like you that like, I can talk about I can nerd out about Yu Yu Hakusho with. <laughs> Your favorite saga in Yu Yu Hakusho? Do you have a favorite saga? There's like the the Dark Tournament. There's uh, the Sensui Saga, uh, the Three Kings, or the Saint Beast. Like what? Who was? What was your favorite saga? I'm gonna have to admit, I love the Dark Tournament um, saga. Because like I yeah. was always at the edge of my seat whenever like like right. like a the, because all the fights are super good, like oh my god, and that was also when like if, Yoko Kurama came out. I was shocked. I know, right? I know. What else did you like about the dark tournament? Oh god, um, <laughs> I love. I just found it super entertaining just seeing, like, Yusuke just, like, uh, sleeping throughout some of the fights and then, like, waking up when it was his turn in the finals. I was still at the edge of my seat. I was just like, who, like, who wins? Who, like, uh, like, even though, it, like, it could, in a way, it was obvious who was going to win, but I was just, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so into it. And I cried because, like, freaking Genkai. Saddest moment of the entire anime, like... Except for like the fact that you know that like it's the ending and your Yu Yu Hakusho's done, but like Genkai's death, so sad, so sad. I I just I I felt like I like I didn't cry, but I felt like so down when I watched that those few episodes where Genkai dies. I was like, no, don't kill Genkai. Like no, like oh, it was oh, all of the feelings, all of the feelings. Like I just stopped. I stopped for like a couple of minutes and I was crying. I feel like it was a necessary thing for the the eventual victory of Yusuke. You know what I mean? And like, if Genkai doesn't die, he doesn't get more angry. And there's a lot of like just like emotions that 
There was so much emotions in the in the the last fart. Uh, the last fart. Oh my god. The last fight <laughs> when Yusuke was fighting to Guro, and I feel like Genkai dying was uh, an important part. And obviously, she comes back afterwards. Yeah, that made me really happy. And also the fact that like he also had to deal with that rage, as well as like uh, that fake death that Kuwabara pulled. Right, right. That fake death. You know, actually, I wanted. To, I want to ask you this, okay? You know how, like, at the end when the girl dies, they're like, uh, uh, like Kuwama's all like, okay, you've done some good, but you've done some bad in your life. Like, we could send you to like uh, to this place. I forget what specific place. Uh, we can send you like a place where it, like it's okay, like it's not the worst possible sentence. And then like uh, the girl's all like, I want to go into limbo, which is, if I'm not mistaken, like, like. Like uh, eternal like torture, like uh, like a uh, ten thousand years of torture, of constant torture, and like he makes that decision. The anime never like really or touched on why he made that decision. Do you, do you would you know why Tagoro decided to go into limbo? Like at the actually, end of the yeah, tournament? I have actually have. Oh, go ahead. Okay, so the the reason why for this is because like you know how he like killed a bunch of people in the past, right? Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, is that like he was actually. Uh, a kind of good guy, but some stuff happened, and like it's he's basically just atoning for his sins. Like he doesn't feel like he should be forgiven after what he has done, so he rather he rather just like atone for his sins by eternal torture. Yeah, I, I, I see why. Uh, okay, I see exactly what you mean there. That's actually really interesting because like. I kind of like felt like that was the case, but like, uh, like the I never saw it like, uh, like, uh, like I never saw that as being canon, uh, as being like the actual thing, because I not like the anime never really like touched upon it. We just see him like walking off as he crosses Genkai, and then he just goes into limbo, and that's it. That's the last you see of Tagoro. But actually, that would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense when we did the episode six, like the greatest animes, uh, uh, greatest anime villains podcast. I put Tagoro in there. I also put Sensui. I put those two guys because I feel like they're such great anime villains because they they're like they were like they were turned evil and but they they put like they gave like Yusuke such a run for his money on both occasions. But for me, I have to agree with you. Like my favorite saga is is the uh, Dark Tournament saga. Dark Tournament saga is by far the best saga. You can't you can't deny it. You can't deny it. I think it's I even think confirmed it's the on saga. It's even confirmed over there at the like a Wikipedia page for Yu Hawk Show. Check it, and you will see that the poll, like, mostly says the Dark Tournament is the fans' favorite saga. Like, most. Right, right, right. I mean, I mean, I, I, gotta, I gotta admit, I voted for the Dark Tournament on that Wiki, t- Wikipedia page, too. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's such a, it's a, it's such a, it's such a good, a good saga. Like, for me, like, I love the, I love the, the, uh, the, the, the doctor fight. The, what was, what was it, what was the name of the doctor again? Uh, it was, um. Doctor Doctor Ichigaki and uh, like how he controlled the, the his team and the, like uh, how they like had synchronized attack and it was like a three on three fight that was such a good fight I mean I, I cannot get over like how uh, how the mass fighter and Yusuke and Kuabara were like all get all getting in there and trying to win and and, and like fighting and everything that was a, an amazing fight and the way like Kuabara got to them emotionally and everything like I mean I I feel like like Yusuke's spirit gun. Like, Yu Yu Hakusho carries such great emotion and strength. I mean, it's such a powerful anime. Every, like, episode is packed with, like, an emotional punch. And it's never the same emotional punch. So you get hit, like, in a good way. Every single episode with a different taste. And it's such such a fun-packed, like, 
anime and I, I for me like the cherry on the cake has to be the dark tournament every single like episode is like well first of all a tournament is like the perfect excuse to get every single badass you have you get that you can create into a fight right and I don't even find it to be too cliche because you know like a lot of animes have tournaments Dragon Ball Z has a tournament Naruto has a tournament I'm sure there's a bunch of other like animes who have tournaments but like you have show was different yeah, it was so different. It really was different, especially that they go to a different world to do the tournament, right? Uh, they went to go to a, uh, like a different like island, I think. Yeah, yeah, but I th- I feel like it was in, in in Demon World, right? Or am I wrong? Um, I, I don't think I it don't was think in it was Demon. I don't think it was in Demon think- World because like then they would like because Spirit, Spirit World. Yeah, they. It, I don't think they went to the Spirit World though. I think it was still. I I really? think it was still in the human realm, but it was like at a different. Like area that's isolated by every like other places. I'm actually curious. We need to, we'd have to fact check that. I have this weird thing, feeling it would be Spirit World. We gotta look I it know, up because they took a boat to get there. We gotta look it up. Yeah, I mean, gotta look it up. <laughs> or you guys are just posting in the comments. You guys are good with that. You can all you always I always we always get like corrections like not not like corrections from the audience but like they always give like their like what they think and like everything. So if you guys could uh, look that one up for us uh, for us, uh, we'd really appreciate. Leave it. a we'll comment. Even give you a shout out. <laughs> Leave a comment. Yeah, well, you'll get a shout out on the next podcast if I remember about it. just just leave a comment guys we're we're all yeah just leave a comment but like if I had to like rag the sagas I'd say like Dark Tournament number one Sensui uh, the Sensui 7 number two uh, Three Kings or uh, I don't know Three Kings and like Sea Beast like like, tied at number three I love the Sensui 7 though I love Sensui I love Sensui so much too, just because he has like seven different personalities. I love like you know, you know how like uh, they have like seven members in the Sensui Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, um, apparently, apparently the uh, the seven members are actually like Sensui Seven personalities, and like the six people like Sensui surrounded himself with were just like pawns that he used. Like that's uh, that saga though. Like it. it it's so good. It, it's great. And what's funny was that when I was like, oh god, like. Kurama, though. Oh, here we go again. Kurama, like, Kurama was going against his hand, like... Yeah, I, I think the kid's name was, like, uh, Tsukishito or something like that. After the kid, quote-unquote, kind of, like, died, Kurama was kind of in rage. I just loved how, like, uh, the Sensei 7, when they were fighting Yusuke, and, like, at one point, Yusuke, he's like, you're so predictable, Yusuke, and then Yusuke's like, I'm predictable, and then he does some stupid move, and then he starts swimming in the water in the cave, he's like, is this predictable? Oh, God. And I was like, yes. Yes, Yusuke. Yes, keep doing whatever you're doing. I love it. If Yusuke was to say predictable, we all know that he's going to do something unpredictable. <laughs> Can we just talk about how, like, the spirit gun is just... I I don't know. I don't know if, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to get hate, but I almost like it more than the commandment. And then, like, uh, there's people leaving a lot of comments. <laughs> oh, God, you're screwed. Oh, I, I think I'm getting roasted on this one, but the, I don't know. I don't know, but, like, the spirit, the spirit gun is just such an amazing attack. I just love it. I just love it so much. It's like the... It's like, I guess it's like, it's the, well, no, it is Yusuke's, like, staple attack. Like, it's it's what he uses all the time. It's great. It's great. No offense to, like, uh, Dragon Ball Z, but, like, I love Dragon Ball Z. Are you kidding me? But, uh. For sure. But, like, I would prefer the spirit gun more, like, because it, it seems much more cooler. All you have to do is just, like, focus on your, like, 
Put your energy and then like put in the right aim and like y'all spirit gun and then like just shoot like shoot at someone. What was the first? Remind remind me remind me. What was the very first time you used the spirit the spirit gun? Was it against that uh, that 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 first villain that like ate the souls? No, no, actually, it was uh, the first time he tried it was like practice when he first received like uh, a gift to do it from Kwanma and it, like. And he used it against a teacher that that was framing him for stealing. Oh, I remember. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was that same teacher who was like, uh, you stole all those, like, uh, 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 people's possessions. And he, like, just looked into the guy's, the guy's teacher with his uh, one of his spirit detective tools. He's like, dude, they're all in your pocket. And then the guy goes, well, no, you put them in there. Like, shut up. Like, you're such a bad liar, too. Like, how the hell would he be able to put him, like, put him in his pocket? That's what I want to, that's what I want to know. Yeah, I know. I was like, obviously, you're full of, you know what. <laughs> I, I want to cuss, but. Obviously. But beep. Yeah, try to be family fentry. Exactly. We'll just, we'll, we'll put a sensor in there. Uh, Alex, what was your favorite fight in all of Yu Yu Hakusho? Your favorite fight. If you had to choose one fight. Okay, let me rephrase my question. Who was your favorite fight that I know you're going to choose Kurama versus somebody else? So who was your favorite fight with Kurama in it? Because you already know you're going to say Kurama versus blah, blah, blah. No, actually, I was going to I was gonna confess. Oh, it was really? like my, my favorite fight has to be with uh, Yusuke versus uh, Daguro. Right, right. I mean, that fight is amazing. I love the beginning where he just like blasted with the spirit gun and he just gets up. He's like, please try again. And Yusuke's like, but that was my full blast. Why do you love that fight so much? Because, uh, be mainly because of the fact that, um, mainly because of like how intense it was. I mean, I love the other, um, that fight was different from the past fight. Like, not the one where like they first meet, where he has like Kuwabara uh, beside him to fight against him. Freaking 100% power Daguro and like versus Yusuke and dude like after all the things he has seen, he like freaking like Yusuke like with all the emotions he had seeing two deaths or technically one since there was a fake death. Yeah. Like, he felt, like, so much emotion. You can tell that he has been, like, working hard, and he's, like, and he has reached that character development. You can easily see it from, like, the fight. He gave it all that he had to take down Toguro. I had, like, a couple, like, highlights from that fight I loved. I loved, like, the finger bullets that, like, uh, when Toguro goes, like, 100, like, his maximum. Like, really, his maximum, where he's, like, just, like, looks like, he looks like a tree. He looks like a tree. <laughs> he looks like a, just a big tree. Okay, I'm gonna put a picture of him in the podcast right now. <laughs> look at the look at uh, click click out of the tab you are right now. Come back to the podcast, or if you're listening on the audio version, go listen to the video version. He, he, he looks like a tree. I'll put like to grow out and I'll put a tree. They look the same. <laughs> like, uh, wait, 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 just get, just, just put it like a freaking like Christmas star on top and just like ornaments. Yes, that's basically But like. Like, okay, so the finger bullets, absolutely amazing. He just, like, he just looks like he's, like, just, like, having fun. And, like, it's, like, killing the crap out of Yusuke. And I just, I love, like, when he was, like, super happy at the end where he's, like, finally, I could, I, I, I managed to go all out in this fight. I've never been able to do that. Or, like, it's been the longest time since I've been able to do that. And, like, the fact that he was happy about losing was, like, really satisfying in some sort of way. I don't know. In a weird, like, you know Yusuke's going to win. He's the main character. Obviously, he's going to win. But, like... 
I was super happy about the way it ended in that 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 specific fight ended just because of like how like Taguro reacted. That was that was an that was, those were two highlights for me. Because he knew he knows that like he loses, so he's got to accept the defeat. If it were if he didn't accept the defeat, then it wouldn't be as satisfying as it was. Exactly. No. Exactly. Exactly. Um. I don't know. Like, what if you had to choose like one moment from that fight? One moment for that fight. What would you choose? Do you even know? I'm gonna go with the moment where it turned out that like Huabara was uh, faked his death, and then like Yusuke just started beating the hell out of him. That was yeah. That that one was a really good moment too. That I, I that yeah, counts. That, that is. Uh, that counts. Yeah, it counts. It counts. It counts. It's a no. That's a legit moment. I I definitely agree with you. Actually, you know what? My favorite fight in all of the uh of the of the series is a uh, Hiei versus Bui. In the dark tournament, oh. it's, also, it's also the final round. Oh my god! Like, first of all, I'm a Hie fanboy, so I had to go with Hie versus someone. And I think the best Hie fight in all of Yu Yu Hakusho is Hie versus Bui. If you're not gonna watch Yu Yu Hakusho, just type in Hie versus Bui on YouTube. There's this like 16 minute clip it has over a million views on YouTube. It's like 1.2 million views. It's absolutely the best fight ever, like in all of Yu Yu Hakusho. In my Humble opinion, I'm a Hiei fanboy, so I'm probably extremely biased. But I love that fight so much. I love, like, how, like, Hiei's, like, at the beginning, is just, like, basic, barely trying. And then, like, at the end, like, he starts, like, in the middle, he starts, like, like losing a little bit of it. And then, the like, the, the cherry on top of the cape for me is when he uses the dark, the dragon of the darkness flame. But it's, like, the very first time where I, like, really went all out and you really saw it, like, in its full-fledged form, and then, like, he, like, uh, you see him, like, disappear, and you're all like, oh, my God, like, the, the attack backfired, he wasn't ready to use it yet, and then he comes back, and Bui's, like, freaking out, doing all of these, all of these attacks on him, and, like, it doesn't do anything, and I think that, like, that specific fight is the fight where, like, most, the most, like, damage was created in the arena, like, if you look at the fights before, like, if you look at the arena before that fight and after, like, <laughs> he like just destroys like half of the entire uh, build, a uh, half of the entire arena with that one attack, and then like like the the uh, the like the actual like pl like place where they're fighting where you you can be ringed out is absolutely destroyed. And I mean that fight was so great. I mean I loved it, and I also just love like he is like just techniques. I love his like how he uses his sword, how he's he does like after images, and like how he even like uses like Bui's own attack to like backfire against him, even if it doesn't do much damage. Such a great fight. Hiei versus Bui. I love that fight so much. I also gotta admit, my um, like my other favorite fight has to be like Kurama versus... <laughs> of course, I'm gonna like mention Kurama. Um, Kurama, versus, <laughs> Kurama versus uh, Urashima. Urashima, the one that manipulated Kurama and summoned Yoko right, Kurama. Right, right. My right, where he's all like, I'm a little kid, I'm, I'm forced into this fight right now. And he's like, what, you're like telepathically like, talking to me right now? Is that legal? Yeah, no, I remember. Like, but that fight, when like Yoko Kurama appeared, I was like, what? What? So, is, so are you telling me that that, like, f like that, that, like fight that makes you go fangirl crazy is your second favorite? Uh, actually, it's also the fact that like, the uh, like, the attacks he never had, like, he didn't have. When What amuses me is the fact that, like, he had abilities when he was, like, Yoko Kurama that he didn't show when he was, like, normal Kurama. So, right, right, right. so for him to use, like, those abilities, 
as Yoko Kurama, I was just like, whoa, badass holler. No, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. I completely like now. Like now, we know. We know what why he why he said what he said in the past. All right, right, right. No, for sure. I com I completely I completely agree with you. Uh, gray is an understatement. I think uh, it's just uh, such a. They're amazing. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't find another word for it. <laughs> I couldn't. I can't find another word for it, so I'm going with amazing because it's the only way to describe it. I I can't think of any other words to describe it. You know, actually, you know what's another thing I wanted to mention in this podcast? Mm -hmm. You know what I wish they did with you, Hug Show? Yeah. You remember that little game that they played called Goblin City? Little kid in the the '67, the uh, Tsukihito. Yeah. Like the Kurama, yeah. I wish they made like a, like they put that out as an actual video game. I would have loved to play like like the uh, the sports goblin or the shooting get the goblin or the fighting goblin or the the goblin king and like all of those like different like bosses. And then there was like uh, like all of the different like game versions they did like uh, that like uh, um, sorry that uh, Genkai played in and she's like oh I've been in the game like twice and Yusuke's like I've never been able to beat it you're but you're old how are you able to beat me at that game. <laughs> I love Goblin City. I really wanted it. I wanted them to make it an action. That would be hilarious. It's just like would have been epic. No, I mean like it would be hilarious if there was actually a game like just to promote Yu Hakusho. Then it would be like oh here we go. Yeah, I know. I, I feel like it would have been a good marketing technique. Maybe like for super fans. I don't know. I think I felt like it would have been cool. But you know what? It is what it is. I'm sure there's a lot of games that resemble game developers. Please. Actually, you know what? If you're if you're if you're listening to this and you know a game that's like Goblin City or for some reason we're completely off the marker and there is Goblin City out there, please let us know. No comment. <laughs> exactly, another comment. All right, uh, I think we're gonna start like slowly closing this out. Do you have anything else you want to add about the Yaku show? One last point. Yeah, I want to point out that like um I'm like the creator of Yu Haku show is is actually married to um. The creator of Sailor Moon. Whoa. Pretty epic marriage right there. I know, right? <laughs> and there was references too. Man. Like, like Kurama at one point, like, it says that he's Tuxedo Mask. Just hilarious. No way, really? Like, he appears out of nowhere and he has, like, in, like, a rose is on the ground and then he just appears out of nowhere holding a rose and he's like, just call me Tuxedo Mask. I did not know that. <laughs> I gotta show you later. Yeah, please link me. Actually, uh, and one last thing. One last thing I want to close out on. There's this like uh, little channel, but not not no, no, they're not little. There's this channel on YouTube called Did You Know Anime, and they did a, a Yu Yu Hakusho episode. And there's like all this other really cool information about Yu Yu Hakusho. So if you're a super fan about of Yu Yu Hakusho like us, like go check that out. Uh, did you know anime? So yeah, did you know anime? It's like it's an off series from Did You Know Gaming, which is another channel I keep up with, which is really cool. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to thank you so much uh, for checking out this episode of uh, Anime Podcasters. The next episode, uh, maybe Church will be on. I'm sure Yuki, you're going to come on more often, right? You want, like the, the floor is open. Like, come on whenever you want. As long as, like, go, uh, yeah. Like, uh, like bring me yeah, in. I, mean, I love podcasting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, if you want to be a regular, like, on every episode, like, I would love to. I would love to, like, have you on. If people don't get annoyed with me, then sure. <laughs> No, I mean, no, no, they don't have a choice. It's my podcast. I choose. Church says I have ownership. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I should be another co-host. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, if you want to co-host and like become a regular, I mean, I would love to have you on. I mean, 
I, I, I love like talking to you about anime. I, f- I feel like you like you got your eye on the ball for sure. Eye on the like, ball. Eye on the ball. Eye on the ball. Eye on the ball. I have the tiger on the ball. Also, uh, quick news I've heard uh, for you guys who are into anime news. Uh, um, I came across this website last night as saying that uh, Attack on Titan season two is canceled for 2016. Uh, they're, they, it's been delayed again, so it's not coming out until 2017. Uh, I'm not going to talk go, go into it why, but uh, just you can if you Google. Uh, uh, season two, Attack on Titan cancel for 2016. Uh, you'll get all the information you need, which sucks. I was really hoping they would get into it, but I think it's something about like they don't want to like start the anime uh, before the manga gets to a certain point. Ugh, sucks, but whatever. I'm uh, I'm sure we're gonna get to that when we get to that. Do you watch Attack on Titan? Uh, yeah, actually, my brother like recommended me to watch it, and he was kind of bummed out. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I was I saw that and I posted it later day. I was like, no. Yeah. Ugh, whatever. But, uh, but at least happen. it's not canceled. It's just delayed. Yeah, it's just delayed. It delayed. Well, at first I just saw like the, the big word canceled over like Attack of Titans. And I was like, wait, it's canceled forever. And then I saw for 2016. So I was like, oh, at least we're still going to get it. But still, you were, but yeah. but still everyone's just like, no. I know. I know. Right. All right. Yuki, do you want to let people know where they can find you? If you have a channel or Twitter or anything you want to promote, uh, go right ahead. All right. Um. I have a Tumblr, like, even though I do have a DeviantArt, I don't go there as much anymore. Uh, I have a Tumblr, just NekoYukihime55. However, however, uh, by the time this is out, I'm make, I, I already have my new YouTube channel. And it's going to be Miraculous Melody. But, however, it's going to be like, it's going to be like Hunter x Hunter. It's just going to be like Miraculous x Melody. So... Okay, okay. So, yeah, you'll probably find me there. Go subscribe to her right now, guys. Right away. I mean, I, 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 I'm telling you right now, I love your, I love your voice and your, your singing voice. And uh, we, talk about, we talked about doing this, and I feel like we're going to do it. Like, we, like Yuki and I want to cover Smile Bomb, the intro track uh, the, in English of uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. And, uh, like, I, I started, like, listening to the song. Like, it's not hard to play. Like, I could probably, I could probably like, write a backtrack to that, and you could, like, put your voice over. I, and I already sent you, like, the acapella of, like, me singing that song. Yeah, 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 I know. You sing super good. I mean, oh, my God, it would be amazing. So, guys... If you want to keep up with anime podcasters, make sure to subscribe to Giant Music. If you want to keep up with what Church is doing and everything, he's still going to be on this podcast and he's starting his own series on DDS. So please go subscribe to Daydreamer Studios too. Uh, make sure to subscribe to Giant Music too if you want to make sure you don't miss an episode. And if you guys want to keep up with everything I do on my channel, uh, I have a bunch of music I'm working on, uh, some anime covers. Actually, by the time you're listening to this, I'll have a Death Note music cover out. So... Make sure to check out giantmusic.com too uh, for all of the information. Uh, thank you guys so much for episode eight. Uh, happy one year anniversary of Anime Podcasters. And uh, the next episode is going to be sick. We have a really cool topic. And happy birthday guys, to uh, me too. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday to Yuki. Thank you guys all so much once again. And we will see you in the next episode. Peace out. Bye bye.